It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right about now. About to be possessed by the sounds of MC Raw Face and DJ Easy. This week, DVD and Blu-ray releases this week, and also movies that came out this week 10 years ago and 20 years ago, and whatever other wonderful things that we decide to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) They are wonderful. They are wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, We have John Justice. Ah. Nick Zerwatt. Hello. Brian Miller. Hello. And Drew Lee. How you doing? Let's talk about some movies. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> That's why we're all here. Yeah. Movies coming out in theaters this week. We have It, Uh huh. Home Again, and Gunshy. I'm going to be the one to deviate from It because I know we'll talk about it. I'm going to mention Gunshy for a moment. Not even familiar with that. Gunshy is a comedy starring Antonio Banderas, and it actually what? looks... Kind of Sorry, funny. I love the guy. <laughs> yeah. It, that was the most incredulous response to Antonio Banderas I've ever heard. It actually looks, you'll have to, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up over here because I forgot I actually know the director too of this. And it was, it, you know, I've seen the trailer, I've watched, watched the trailer twice, and it actually looks, it actually looks decent. Is he a hitman? Uh, yes, I believe he is. A lot of hitman comedies. This is like the best news I've gotten all week. But it's a, but hold on, let me. I'll have to, I'll have to bring it. I'll bring it. Let me bring it up here while uh, while Drew comments on the movie of of the weekend. But yeah, I'm, not, I mean. I'm not done being excited about Antonio. Well, did, did you bring up the synopsis yet? No. Okay, I've got wait, it. No, I'm I've got just it. kidding. No. You got it. You want it? What? Uh, it's wait. got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> what? No! I just want to okay. throw that out there. Okay. You, you're no getting shy. Way. Like no. actual zero? What? Like an no. actual zero. It's like no. only five like reviews. Hmm? Only five reviews. So five That's ch- its own bad sign, though. Only five reviews. So five jerks. Are you sure not, you're not looking at... Because there was some movie called Gunshy that came out in 2000. No. No. Well, I would I'm imagine. looking at the one that's coming out this weekend. On IMDb, um, Gunshy from 2017 has 6.1... Okay. Well, okay. I have the synopsis. If if I actually also have. The okay, synopsis. then you're the, you are the queen of synopses. I'll let you have this. No, no, one. no. I don't want it. You can do it. <laughs> I think you, right. Somebody asked you we're going to have dead air. <laughs> While vacationing in Chile, an aging and pampered rock star's supermodel wife is suddenly kidnapped by renegades. Unable to navigate more than ordering a sandwich from room service, now he must take to the back streets of Santiago in this hilarious caper that is as entertaining as it is hair-raising. And not an assassin, but I forgot he does have a gun on the movie. Who directed it? Uh, Simon West. That's why. That's why. Oh was, yeah. yeah. Didn't he do the Tomb Raider movie? I I believe he did. He goes back to um, he goes back to oh gosh, was it Gone in sixty seconds? Yep. 
And uh, Black he was Hawk a, Down. Yeah, he's uh, huh? Black Black Hawk Down. He did, Simon he West directed. No, Ridley yeah. Scott directed Black uh, Hawk uh, Down. I'm just saying the, when you look at his his Rotten Tomatoes page, his highest rated film, this says Black Hawk Down. What did he do in Black Hawk Down? I don't know. Well, we'll find to, out. He was on out. set twice. Executive producer. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, he's Wait, kind of a poor man's a, Michael Bay. Is that a real yeah, job? Yeah, very much a very much a poor man's Michael Bay. So that's what that's uh, what brought, brought my attention to Gunshot. He has uh, the, the uh, notable titles to his credit: The Expendables Two, The Mechanic, When a Stranger mm. Calls, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, Con Air. Yep. Oh, yeah. right. Everybody's yeah. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. He was gone there. So, so yeah. there's a chance that this has can't be entertainment value. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But also Antonio Banderas, who is the best as Puss in Boots. <laughs> is that why you That's like why Antonio, Antonio Banderas? Banderas? Yes. You're the only <laughs> woman who, when you think of Antonio Banderas, you think of Puss in Boots. Yeah. <laughs> you think of an not? animated cat. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're the only woman alive. Have you, yeah. You've that, never seen Desperado? No. She's probably uh, never seen anything that he's actually been in. I've, I think that I've seen The Mask of Zorro. Once Upon a Time I, in Mexico. Well, yeah. I, watched, I watched The Mask of Zorro because he, I knew that he was Puss in Boots. Des, Desperado is so good. That song is so hot this summer. <laughs> <laughs> song of the summer? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most sing it, Nick, discussion that Gun Shy will have received from any movie-related show outlet at all on a me- on a weekend when it is opening up for yeah. crying out loud, which uh, I saw by the way. Yeah, I know. And I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about it. I'm I excited. I was excited as soon as I heard they were remaking it. Uh, I was really excited when I saw the first trailer. Mm-hmm. It looks like it hits all the right notes. That is one creepy-looking clown. Uh, so I'm I'm I can't wait to see it on Sunday. So. You've talked before about the idea of breaking the the stories in the book yep. apart, doing two different movies. You watched it. Does that work? How? How does yes. it go? Yes. It, 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 so parts of it lose a little bit of steam because, like, some of like some one of the, a couple of the characters. Uh, without giving spoilers, a couple of characters, their adult decisions kind of make their childhood moments more interesting because the, the narratives play out at the same time. Yep, yep. But just in terms of like, how could, it still feels like they left too much out and they only did the kid stuff and it's two hours and 15 minutes. And mm, like, wow. I mean, it would have been a six hour movie if they tried to do the whole thing. No, I'm, I'm very unfamiliar with, I have never read the book. I think I've only seen the very, very end of the TV version. So I know that little bit, but other than that, I'm complete, completely lost John, on it. John and I got spoiled by yeah. a news article. This yeah, morning. we got, we both got oh, spoiled by that. Did not. Oh, I can't even see it. get spoiled. But I had heard well, somebody, a clown. <laughs> I had heard <laughs> somebody much. mention that, uh, the, the nostalgia and almost a Stranger Things vibe in it because of the kid's age and because of the time period where it takes well, place in the movie. Yes, and also because Stranger Things, to, to a large degree, kind of ripped, not, I shouldn't say ripped off it, it's a giant homage, homage. to Stephen King, and this is kind of the epitome of Stephen King. Yeah. So it's, okay. it, it, it's kind of interesting because it becomes full circle because then they wanted to update this, so it's set in 1988, right. which is right around the same time as Stranger yeah. Things. Uh, the standouts in the movie, uh, Finn Wolfhard, terrible name, but uh, the Stranger Things kid is fantastic. Oh, cool! He's really great, and the girl who plays Beverly is also fantastic. They're it, really standouts. Is it, is that, it's a, it's eighty eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, my I, favorite eighty year. Eighty eight and eighty nine is the the kind of timeline of the movie. Yeah, cool. Why is that Very your cool. favorite? 
There's a lot of cool things that happened in 88. You, there's a nice detail in the, when the kids, it's 89 at one point, in the background of the movie marquee, it's a Batman and Lethal Weapon 2. Nice! Yes! Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Good <laughs> movie was, yeah, 88 and 89 were good. We're both good years. So was, yeah. It is currently sitting at 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It's getting extremely good. Fantastic. Extremely well reviewed. Movie. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's really character driven. The character stuff is probably the best parts of it. The worst parts of it, honestly, the clown. Wow. They don't really explain the villain well. So you don't really have a sense of what he can or can't do or why he's doing what he's doing. Mm. And isn't, that, isn't that kind of the allure? Because you don't really know what... And also, I expect that'll be remedied somewhat in the second movie. Yes, I would imagine. No, I, it really, they explain so little that I think it does... If I hadn't been so familiar with the source material, one of my complaints would have been like, well, I don't, I'm not sure what I should be thinking they should do because I don't know what the rules are here. Okay. Every horror movie needs rules. No, actually what not. Are the rules? But you know, I think it's like it's like when you have a superhero <laughs> who like rules? has like undefined superpowers, then yeah. it becomes kind of boring because you're like, well, how is you know, like, like if some scenes he could fly, but some he couldn't. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so it the the clown is sort of um, omnipresent, omnipotent kind of sometimes, and then sometimes seems really easily foiled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like the guy who plays the clown. Got to say, didn't think he did a great job. Uh, no. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. How could you not be a, a good, well, that's the thing. scary clown? He, the makeup is scary. You know what I mean? Like, But like the actual, when you just actually think about like what other people could have done with that, nah, not a fan. Okay. Uh, Interesting. But still really good. Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. I want to see this movie. I don't know what John, John and Drew are Well, because Drew... Stupid you guys, Drew you guys, okay, Drew brought up a, a Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference. Yeah. It was a song they were singing, and then I knew there was like, oh, wait a second, but what's the lead in middle part of the song? And then I landed on what it was, and I don't want to say it on the radio. So, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to watch uh, the first episode of the most current season oh, of my uh, It's Always Sunny to understand. And actually, what, se- what season are they on? Uh, uh, ten, yeah, eleven. No, oh, I think they just wow. finished eleven. That wow. that for, we talked about it before, but just real quick, since we're talking about things that are on the screen, that what? episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia was very unique, unique and and uh, uh, relevant. Yes, it is incredibly relevant. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. The uh, there are a handful of episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that I think are some of the best episodes ever made for any TV show. Just a handful. There's like two or three real like just gems. Sure. Where they did something that no other show has done, and they nailed it. Kitten mittens. Kitten mittens. Dayman. Uh, yeah, Dayman. Um, Charlie work. Where yeah, they, they Charlie the, work. They did the the homage to Birdman. The yes. whole single camera thing is amazing. And there's an episode called uh, "Flowers for Charlie." Yep, that was actually written and directed by the uh, the the D and D from Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, being off, being off and Weiss or whatever. Yes, yes, uh, and uh, that is an absolutely brilliant episode. Huh. Um, I think that I do. <laughs> Sorry, back to movies out this week. <laughs> uh, I really want to see it. I think it's one of those movies where, because a lot of times I say, I really want to see this movie, but then nobody wants to go to a movie with me. But I think that this is actually a movie that I'll go see. <laughs> Don't go see this one alone. <laughs> no, it's a good, it's, it's honestly, it would be really good. It would be a fun date movie. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's creepy, kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, Sam's out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. So sad. Isn't, isn't, uh, home, just real quick, isn't Home Again the other, the sort of, the, yeah. that's Reese Witherspoon. So, yeah, it is Reese. Okay. Yeah, and um, I did want to mention that movie because I actually love Reese Witherspoon. Um, and <laughs> What animated character does she voice in your childhood? <laughs> 
She was in Legally Blonde. There you go. Reese might as well have been animated. She's great. I actually love her. She's fantastic. Yeah, I really, really like her. I um, but I don't know. I I won't. I won't see this movie. Um, the synopsis is three lines, and it sounds very, very. It sounds as interesting as three lines would offer. This is a recently separated mother of two starts a new life in Los Angeles, which is complicated by her decision to house three young charismatic guys. I have no interest in watching. Wow, that. what a unique concept, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Airbnb the movie, <laughs> and it says it's a drama romance. It's dumb. Oh, oh is it? Oh, okay, well, maybe I'll have Blu-ray. Yeah. Reese is like John's like, wait, I'm not gonna go see it. I gotta see this. <laughs> but, uh, Reese Witherspoon walked the line. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other actress that could have pulled off that. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. She's really talented, but she's been in a lot of really bad movies. It's true. He, yeah. In these types of bad, formulary, formulaic, campy kind of romantic comedies that are mm-hmm. just but, real bad. Well, and in her defense, though, she plays that role really well. She plays like. <laughs> Bad campy movie role really well. Yeah, Sweet Home Alabama is like the good version, and then she has yeah. like nine bad versions. Exactly. Right. And I, I found a, I found a little bit longer synopsis online where that makes the movie sound even uh, more unwatchable. Where she moves- with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's back home to L.A., um, where she takes in an aspiring movie writer. Ugh. Oh, oh, good Hollywood! Uh. Put out another movie that only you can relate to. Yeah. I'm gonna watch La La Land again. <laughs> Has anybody here seen the movie that she was in, Water for Elephants? Because that was actually a very good movie. Is it the no. circus movie? Yeah. yeah. Robert, I, Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah, yeah. that wasn't bad. I, yeah. I wasn't actually, bad. I, I, I really like that movie. Christoph Waltz was a good villain in that. He yeah. is a good villain in everything. He's a great villain. He's he should a villain. only ever be that's, a villain. That's all he does. Yeah. He's only ever a villain. That's yeah. Like, that's true. He's got. He's just got villain. And he's good. He's a good comedic villain too. Mm-hmm. Like in Horrible Bosses yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even a bit of uh, you could say that about Inglorious Bastards. He's even a villain. Yeah, there's a lot of dark comedy he's in that. He's a right? villain in everything. And even Big Eyes, he's kind of a yeah. yeah. Or, uh, I don't know. Is yeah. there any movie where he doesn't play a villain? Carnage. They're kind of all villains in that. Django so, Unchained. He's not a villain. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. But he was oh. also fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was so he was so cold hearted. Yeah. You know, it's like he was he was a killer. He's an anti hero. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then so DVD and Blu-ray, re- Blu-ray releases this week: Rough Night and Megan Levy. Yeah, Rough Night did not get got rough reviews. <laughs> yeah, Megan Levy's supposed to be really good. Though. Megan Levy, I really want to see. I wanna, yeah, I really want to see. I heard that's very, very good. I, I may have to save it because it's a movie that'll probably make me cry, and I'm halfway what? through a movie that I know is going to make me cry. What's that? And so, uh, Fault in Our Stars. Oh yeah, oh, you're such a teenage girl. I know what's yeah. coming. Ah, oh, Melinda read the book. Yeah, that is, it actually did happen. I would admit it if I was watching it on my own. That but. movie's choice to have them make out in the end. Hold on, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far yet. I haven't gotten that far yet. Wow, you ruined the whole movie. The Anne Frank house gets steamy, and it's (laughs) bizarre. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's truly bizarre. All right. like John Green, that's yeah. the author, uh-huh. right? Uh, he writes young adult uh-huh. teenage girl novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah. all get turned into movies, and they all have like Emma I just know that I'm going to end up crying at the end of that movie, so yeah. I'll wait on Megan Levy. They all look terrible. I watched yeah, that. That's they so are. Sad. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I know what's coming. I know. I know. I know. I have a hard time with those movies and lives get cut short. I'm going to give Rough Night a chance. I've already decided. Because you you brought the Broad City Broads. Yeah. Yeah. I I like a lot of the people that are in that. There's some very funny women that are in that movie. Do we have a synopsis? I don't know what the movie's about. It's very bad things. It's actually very broad things is what I like to call it. Because it's literally a bunch of women on a bachelorette party accidentally kill a male stripper. It's exactly the plot of it. We just steal Sam's thunder. Sorry, wow. Sam, we don't need wow. you. Wow. I, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> window. <laughs> window dress. <laughs> Whoa. She is going to murder me. <laughs> yeah, Brian just thinks that he has comedian armor, so he's just... He thinks he can say whatever he wants. Good yeah. luck with that. And you got, and and you know you have the luxury of having your back turned to her. Right I actually, now, so. it's, it's funny. I'm actually physically a little bit nervous right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm in, in some physical peril <laughs> through the glass. To, to be fair, that glass is soundproof, not soundproof. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, does that? Is there anybody else though that had anything else to say about? I think Nick, did you say uh, if you'd watch Megan Levy or Rough Night? Are you interested in any of those? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> Pass. Yeah, I have a tough time with animal movies. Me too. You know, I just, I do. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't mean they're bad movies. I'm sure Megan Levy, I heard really good things about it. I'm sure it's really good. And But I just have a tough time with animal movies. They're yeah. all designed to make me cry. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's the easiest way to get to me too. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my parents, all three of us boys, my parents just broke us. So we cry at Hallmark commercials. So I don't need to subject myself to that. Uh, I I kind of want to see Megan Levy. Uh, I am interested in the story, but yeah, they that's gonna make me cry. So got to be in the right mood for it. Uh, movies that were out uh, ten years ago, we had uh, Three Ten to Yuma, Ooh. The Brother Solomon, and Shoot 'Em Up. Hmm. Three Ten to Yuma is fantastic. Yeah, Three Ten to Yuma, and as a matter of fact, there's a brand new trailer out for the yes. Uh, yeah, what is that? The the uh, the whole the the holsters, the holsters, the ha. Uh, the, the the Christian Bale West. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a new Christian, and it's by the same director. Uh, it looks really good, yeah. but and and Three Ten to Yuma has been referenced a lot with great that. remake. Yeah, uh, but Three Ten to Yuma, absolutely. Uh, Shoot 'em Up's good too. Shoot 'em Up is, uh, I think, a very underrated movie. Uh, I, I like Shoot 'em Up better than Crank. Uh, this is basically the same, the same sensibility of of, of just sort of unhinged absurdity. Because I'm not I'm not remembering if I saw that one. It's a very uh, there's uh, they really directly reference Warner Brothers cartoons a lot. Clive Owen basically plays if if a Hitman was Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah. There's a shootout in a sperm bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's over wait, the top. What? It's way over the top. Yeah, yeah, it's fun not, Shoot him up. Seen this movie? Yeah. Who directs it? Michael um, Davis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, there's Weird. there's a scene where he's having sex with Monica Bellucci, and people try to kill him, and he just doesn't stop. <laughs> he just goes ahead and he, like there's like a sex scene and an action scene that are like simultaneous. <laughs> it's really out there, but That's it's fun. So weird. It's actually really funny because the scene uh, from uh, Furious Eight uh, when he's got the baby 
at the end on yes. the plane. This yep. is like a whole movie based on that yes. premise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where he's, he's protecting the baby on the plane when he's trying to rescue him. It's like a whole the whole film is based off that. Yeah, I have not seen any of these. <laughs> Those are both really good. Three Ten to Yuma. Ben Foster is so scary in that. He what a great villain. What was the Brother Solomon? I know the name of that, but I don't. Sam, uh, can you find us another? Oh, that's I a terrible movie. Unfortunately, Will Arnett, I think, right? Uh yes, it's uh, Will Arnett and Will Forte. Uh, John and Dean Solomon are two kind but lovelorn siblings whose social ineptness uh, stems from childhood years spent in a frozen wasteland. Upon learning that their father's dying wish is to have a grandchild, the brothers set out to find wives and start families, a mission that may be doomed for failure. I did wow. not see that, but I will say this. Uh, um, uh, darn it. Forte? Arnett. 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 <laughs> God, I just totally blanked on his name for a second there, and she just said it. Uh, Will Arnett is really good. Mm-hmm. He's a great comedic actor. Got great timing, great facial expressions, fantastic voice. Mm-hmm. He has yet to really find, outside of animated films, much movie success. Yeah. And he deserves it. But he, never, yeah. In, is he a big uh, character on Arrested Development? Yes. Yep. He's Job. Job. I believe Bob Odenkirk wrote Brother Brother Solomon, too. Wrote or directed, yeah. Yeah. It should be good. Everything about it on paper is good, but it's not. All these elements look like it should produce a really funny movie. Yeah. Yeah. Odenkirk's great. Uh, Will Arnett's great. I yeah. like. I'm a. I'm a fan of Will Forte. I yeah, me he's too. Really funny. There's a reason you haven't heard of it, or you know what I mean. That's yeah. like it, it fell by the wayside, justifiably. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Arnett. I think Arnett deserves more movie success than he's had. Yeah. Also, uh, by the way, played an FBI agent in The Sopranos. Often forgotten. I didn't. He's in, he's in several episodes of The Sopranos in a very straightforward role. Really? Oh, yeah. Arnett is or Forte? Will Arnett. Arnett. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he? He's not that old, is he? He's older than you would think, actually, and he's fairly young in that. He's the husband of the FBI agent, the lady FBI agent okay. who's trying to uh, turn Adriana. He's 47. Huh? That's older than I thought he was, I guess. Um, movies- funny guy. What a funny guy. Yeah. Movies out this week. 20 years ago, A Fire Down Below. <laughs> That's the funniest movie title of all time. <laughs> Steven Seagal, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he tries to protect a something or other. Alaskan wilderness. There you go. <laughs> the, the, all of the Alaskan wilderness. The whole That's of Alaska. Right. That's right. But it just totally <laughs> sounds like an ad for some sort of cream that you might need after yeah. going to Las Vegas. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> a colloquial name for yes. know, a, a very specific condition. Do what you have fire it? down below? You say it's, it's based in Alaska? Yeah. Why I think is so. it called fire down below? Because it like catches. North. It catches. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's not like Australia or something. Uh, I think it's like an oil rig term <laughs> yeah, or something yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I don't, oh. I don't think I watched it all the way through. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't That think was I actually the, kind of the end. That was the beginning of the end of Seagal. I think Fire Down Below was like the one... Yeah, it was Under Siege and then everything else, yes. right? Yeah, but before that, there's <laughs> Out for Justice, Above the Law. True. He, yeah. I mean, Above the, the Law was a big one when I was a kid. Yeah, the, he was he was a pretty big deal for about three years, and then oh, and then he started doing the thing where he got so bloated that he always has to hold something up in front of his face so you can't what? see his other chins. <laughs> if you look at all the video boxes on yeah. modern Seagal movies, yeah. he always holds something in front of his face. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he's, he's gotten real big. Yeah. Um... Eleven percent. Oh, one of the couple of the top critic reviews as a movie. It's a piece of drivel. (laughs) 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 That's great. The other one is there are movies that you know can't be any good, so they better be great. Fire Down Below achieves that grand level of absurdity. (laughs) 
Did uh, did any of you guys uh, see the uh, the first uh, picture from the Freddie Mercury biopic? Yeah, Bohemian for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. Rami Malek looks pretty was... good. Yeah, I didn't know we were getting one. Yeah, Rami Malek. I still wish they would have. You know, they wanted to do with old uh, Borat, Sasha Cohen. Yeah, God, he. Well, you know those dead ringer. Do you know the story behind that? No. Okay, so it goes. Oh, was like, it they wouldn't let the song rights or something? No, no. It goes like this. So Queen is actually behind the movie, okay. which which is really good. I'm not the biggest Queen fan, but I but you know, but yeah. I much respect, obviously. Right. Um, Queen's behind the movie, so they have the rights to everything, which is really really good. That's if you're going to do awesome. a biopic, That's right? That's how you got to do the movie. So uh, Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. He wanted he wanted the complete picture. He wanted oh. he wanted all of Freddie Mercury's story told. And Queen was like, "We want this to be a celebration right. of Freddie Mercury. Yeah, we don't want the whole story told. I mean, it's out there. Not that they want to hide it, but like we really want this to be something uplifting and positive." <laughs> I have I have a really old joke. I don't do very often. That the punchline is he got Freddie Mercury poisoning. <laughs> the weird, the weird thing. It's a really good joke, but I feel bad telling it. Pretty cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing about it is they had. I guess Remy Malik was in a recording studio working on perfecting his his voice. They're going to be using the original music because they have access to the original music. Yeah. But they said that he was working on replicating his voice to Freddie Mercury's, and I'm kind of like, okay, if it's just to be like a slight mesh or maybe to get his vocal stylings as it relates to how he talks in public, maybe. But if you've got access to Freddie Mercury's yeah, v- v- vocals and use Freddie Mercury's vocals. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be parts of the of the film where maybe it's just like I don't know where he did stuff like it was working in a line or something. Yeah, and, yeah, that's and, true. And the that's a good point. And the talking and everything. There's and parts that's not like a fully produced song, right? And I I find it very frustrating when I watch these types of movies and they go into a song sequence. And all of a sudden, you could tell it's a track. Right. And I mean, that's why Walk the Line is so good. I will say uh, Val Kilmer Doors. we got to wrap things up. But Val Kilmer Doors is probably the exception to the rule because I think he sang all Agreed. those. But Jim Morrison's much easier to sing yes. than Freddie Mercury. Yes. Yes. Most anybody can do a, a good Jim Morrison Well, and I'm impression. actually really, I'm really excited about this because I didn't know about this movie. And I'm actually a really big Queen fan. So I didn't huh. think that that's really, huh. really super cool. Are they in Shrek? No, well, I don't think so. They might have, maybe they might have had a cover. They're gonna have to put Malik in heels. He's a he's a yeah. slight, slightly bit shorter than Freddie Mercury was, but the dead ringer for him though. Yeah, their song was in Ice Age too. <laughs> this is TCNT Movie Talk. We get together and talk about movies every single week right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM eleven thirty, one zero three five FM. So tune in again next week. All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you think I know my ancestor, Villa? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.